What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Are you successful? Do you see yourself as a success? Or how would other people perceive you? Would other people say that you're successful? Early in our life, success is so clear. If you get good grades, you do well on your different tests and exams, you get into a good college, you get a job, you're successful. It's really easy to understand what society expects of you and just follow along with that system. But as we get older, our life paths start to diverge and we've tried so many things and we start to realize what we like, what we don't like. Um, And we've experienced different ways of living and working that society might think is successful or not successful. So this idea of success becomes much more nuanced. And what I've come around to realize is that there may be in society different expectations for what makes you successful, but actually that is totally cultural. And even within a society, there's different pockets of people that value different things. So what really matters is you and you getting clear on what success looks like for you in your own life and work. That's what we're going to explore in this episode together, success and worthiness. Welcome back to this episode of Alchemy and Action. I am loving joining you here in these episodes to talk about real, meaningful, hopefully nuanced, thought-provoking, deep topics that really impact how we live and work. These are topics that I've been exploring for myself and the way that I've designed my own life and business. And I'm really loving being able to share these with you and have conversations about them and hopefully ask some questions and encourage you to think about things maybe in a different way to find the right path forward for your life. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love if you could share it with a friend who also might appreciate these conversations. Sometimes people don't know how to listen to podcasts either. So sometimes it's helpful if your friend's interested just to actually take their phone and show them how to download it, how to subscribe to the Alchemy in Action podcast. And if this episode or another one really sparks something for you and you have some thoughts or a story to share, feel free to get in touch. You can write in at hello at amandacook.me, but just know that if you write in, I may share part of your story or your email in a future episode. So if you don't want me to do that, please say so in the email. And Similarly, if you have a question or an issue or a topic that you'd love me to discuss in a future episode, send me that as well, because I'm currently planning, well, I'm always, I've got a rolling, a rolling editorial calendar going of topics for what I'm going to be talking about on this show, and I'm wide open to your ideas. 
So again, feel free to get in touch at hello at amandacook.me. So let's talk about success. Do you feel like you're successful? Now, when I ask that question to myself, I actually find it really difficult to answer because I think there's different scopes of success. Like if there's one specific project or something like, you know, was I successful at, I mean, this is way back earlier in my life. Was I successful at school? Yes, very much so. Like that was my thing. I was good at school. I was a good student. Was I successful in, you know, doing a specific project or giving a presentation or public speaking is something that I've really enjoyed doing or whatever, like a specific thing. Yes, of course, I'm successful. But if you're like, overall, you, are you a success? Oh, man, that question is really hard for me to answer because to me, the idea of success being a success feels like it's over. It's done. Oh, you did it. You're successful. Good job. Gold star. And then where do you go from there? Now, maybe that's my, you know, that's the way I've been conditioned to look at success, but it feels like success was the goal and that success was an end point. And so do I feel like a success? Well, no, because there's still so much more that I want to do and I want to learn and I want, there's just, I, you know, I've still got a lot of life and work left to live in my life, I hope. So that idea of like being a success, to me, it's always felt like you never get there. You never get to success. Now, this is kind of a problem because if you never get there, you never let yourself feel successful because the bar keeps moving. So you set a goal for something. And then as you get closer to the goal, you realize, oh, I'm actually going to get there. So now let's make it a bit harder. Let's, we can do more. Let's push myself and grow a bit more. So the bar keeps moving. And so you never get to that point where you feel like, wow, I'm a success. This is great. Now, even that word success, though, I think it's worth visiting because like the standard perception of being a success, like what a successful person looks like for you. And if you think about your values and the things that are most important to you in life, the idea of being a success might or not, might or might not be on that list, right? So you're not necessarily prioritizing your life around being a success. But at the same time, I think what we all want is at the end of the day, to look back at our lives and say, that was a life well lived. You know, I went through some stuff. I grew. I tried my best, had these lovely moments and difficult moments. And like, I'm happy with how I did it. We got deep really fast, right? But I think when you're looking at really making a big shift in your life and your work, it's helpful to take this long view and say, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of my life, what, how do I want to feel? Like when I look back, I want to make sure that I feel good about this journey that I had, that I gave it my all, that I tried, that I had these nice moments, that I learned, that I grew, um, that I lived in integrity and in line with my values. This can all be a really, this is an involved thing. You know, I don't expect you to just know immediately what these things would be, how you want to feel. But I think the idea of success. Having a successful life is actually, it can be that. It's being able to look back and say, you know what? I really did it. I really lived it. And I did what I wanted to do. I came here and I did what I wanted to do. 
much more than the idea of success being like, well, I've got these 10 objectives and I'm going to like tick them all off the list. I'm going to make this much money and I'm going to look this way and I'm going to do these fabulous things and I'm going to like check, 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 right? It's to me that type of success, which is where a lot of us start younger in life because they're easy things to go for. Like it's easy to say, oh, well, I want to make a million dollars. I want to have a beautiful house. I want to um, have a gorgeous family or what I want to travel to 30 countries or whatever it is. But once you start moving through life and accomplishing some things, you realize that sometimes you set these goals and they actually feel a bit hollow when you get there. Have you ever had that experience? Like there was something that you really thought you wanted and you thought, wow, when I get that, when I get that promotion, when I get that job, when I get that house, when I get that partner, I'm really going to have made it. Like I will be a success. And then you get that thing and sometimes it's not quite what you thought it would be, right? You might have a momentary high that it feels great. You did it. And then it can feel a little bit flat. So what I'd like to encourage you to do when we're looking at this idea of success and deserving success is to dig a little bit deeper. So it's not just necessarily what success looks like for you, but more what does it feel like? What are those feelings behind success? Like if you imagine yourself and you can do this with like a future self exercise where you can kind of get quiet and meditate and project yourself into the future and go meet your future self. Where is she? Where does she live? What does she look like? Who is with her? Um, What does she do for work if she's working? And really step into that life and realize what does that feel like? Another person um, whose work I love around this idea of how do you want to feel is Danielle Laporte. And she does a lot of work around core desired feelings. She has a a program from quite a few years ago now called the Desire Map. And that goes into identifying your core desired feelings. So how do you really want to feel? And I found that um, really helpful in thinking about success. Because as you've had life experience and you've realized that even achieving some of your goals doesn't make you feel the way you thought you were going to feel, then you can actually flip it around and realize that maybe I could start to feel the way I want to feel now, even if I haven't hit all those goals. So let me say that again. What if you could start to feel how you want to feel right now, even if you haven't hit all your goals? Now, the first time I heard this idea, actually probably the first several years I knew about this idea, I loved the idea of it. I loved the concept and I had massive internal resistance to it, which seems ridiculous a little bit because you're like, why wouldn't you want to feel great? So for me personally, a lot of the way I want to feel is grounded and spacious. So I want to feel like just spacious physically, mentally, emotionally, like there's just enough space and time for everything that I want to do. I want to feel connected to nature and the people that are most important to me and to my inner self. Um, So those are three of the ways that I want to feel grounded, spacious, and connected. And when I first started playing with that idea that, well, what if I could just feel that way now? 
like I said, I had a lot of resistance because it felt like my initial reaction was, well, if I just start feeling that way now, then what's going to drive me? Like, I'm just going to give up and be lazy. Actually, I'm just like never lazy. That's just not part of my personality. But I was worried I'd lose my ambition, I guess, is more accurate for me. I think a lot of people feel that, well, I'm going to be lazy thing. For me, it was more, well, I'm going to lose all my ambition. What am I going to do? If I'm just already feeling good all the time, then what is going to push me and drive me to grow and do the next things? That idea starts to touch on uh, our inner critics, our inner critical voice, our ego that pushes us and criticizes us and tells us that we can do better and do more. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But this idea that you could start to feel how you want to feel, you could feel like what success feels like for you already without even having reached those goals is a really interesting one. And I think it's very fun to play with because the reality is it's true. Like you can start to feel more grounded, more spacious, more connected, more loved, more loving, more kind, more, oh gosh, think of all the ways that you want to feel more confident, more strong, more, anyway, all these ways you want to feel, you can start to feel that now, even without having achieved all of those goals that you want to. But you might feel some resistance about that. And that starts to touch on this idea of worthiness. Do I deserve to feel that way? Am I allowed to feel that way right now? So for example, I haven't done everything I wanted to do in my business. I haven't made as much money as I wanted to. I haven't made the impact that I wanted to. I haven't written all the books that I want to. I mean, I have lots of stuff that I still want to do professionally. So am I allowed to feel successful right now? If I feel successful right now, isn't that in some way just saying it's okay that you didn't do all those other things? I mean, of course it is. And of course it's okay. What's wrong with accepting how you are right now? And we'll talk about this in the future too. Um, For me, it starts to touch on the work of Byron Katie, her The Work, which is about um, loving what is, accepting what is, you know, just purely accepting what is right now so that we can build from it as a platform rather than for many of us, our default is to be critical and beat ourselves up and decide that we need to get someplace else and push ourselves to reach these goals. And you probably know, I mean, that can work. It absolutely worked for me. For most of my life, that's how I operated. Um, I was, I did very well in school. I got into a good university. I got a good job. I got promoted. Like that method of having super high expectations for myself and pushing myself totally works. But it is exhausting and And you end up feeling kind of bad about yourself all the time. And so what we're looking at now is, what is this different way to live and work? What's a different way to operate? Can we start to feel successful now? Can we start to feel the way we want to feel now, even if we haven't reached all of our goals? Is that okay? Are you allowed to feel that way? So I'm curious, how is this for you? Do you relate to this? Have you had those moments in your life Um, We've talked about a few things here, those moments where you've achieved what you thought would make you happy and be successful, and it felt a bit flat. Have you had those moments where 
you push yourself and strive and kind of force and you know are super critical with yourself to push yourself to achieve more? And how has that worked for you, right? There's good and bad points to that. One thing I like to remind myself is with all this stuff is I can always go back to that way, right? I had 35 years of my life, I don't know, 30, 35 years of my life practicing that method of being like perfectionistic and perfect. Um, That's like the same thing, isn't it? (laughs) But being that way and being having super high expectations, being critical of myself and pushing myself to achieve. So those neural pathways are well established in my mind. The neural pathways of let's logic this out, let's plan, let's like use my intellect to figure things out. That is well established. So it's okay if I start to play with some other ways of knowing, some other ways of being, different paths of living and working, digging a bit deeper, getting into the juicy, vulnerable feelings and seeing what else might motivate me if not this desire to be perfect and like to achieve and achieve and achieve to play with this idea that what if I'm allowed to be happy right now? What if I'm allowed to be a success and keep learning and growing? What if I'm allowed to feel how I want to feel right now? It's okay to play with these things because if you decide they don't work for you, you don't like them, they're too scary, you can always step back into the comfortable groove of our inner critics and our ambition and our intellect, right? That's always there for us. And these are like two sides of our of our personality, of our skills. And for many of us, that first side of the intellect is super developed. And this other side, the more feminine, the intuitive, the accepting is not as developed because no one teaches us that stuff in school. Like that is not as societally acceptable as thinking and logic and intellect and planning and all of that stuff. So I encourage you to be brave, have an open mind, and start to play with this idea of what success feels like for you. How do you want to feel every day? What does successful you look like and feel like? When I do this exercise with myself and I really start to step into my successful self, you know, my truly aligned 100% Amanda successful self, I feel so powerful. It really is a sense of power and groundedness and stability because at that point when you tap into truly what you want, what matters to you, how you want like to feel like you really lived your life. When you tap into that, when you're able to tune out all of the other noise about what you should want, what life should look like, what success should look like, what should an entrepreneur look like, what should a second career look like, what does your reputation mean that you're supposed to be like in this next phase of your life, if you let all of that fall away and you really tune into you and what is meaningful for you, what what does that success feel like? What makes a successful life and work for you based on where you are right now? Then you just feel so you're in your power and all the other stuff going on just becomes noise. 
because you know that you're on the path that you are supposed to be on on this journey. Like you are on your right path. And so everyone else can do whatever they want, chase whatever goals they want, set whatever standards they want for themselves. That's fine. It doesn't matter because you know where you're going. That, oh, the power in that, the clarity in that. Honestly, that that is what we're doing. That is the purpose, one of the big purposes of this podcast. And my work is to help you get to that point where you're like, I know where I'm going. Like I see my path and I'm cool. I'm on it. And I've got the tools to navigate my path, to know what's the right next step forward for me. And I don't need to worry about everybody else. And of course, to infuse it with a lot of connection with nature and inspiration and magic, right? Because that's what gives life its texture and makes it just so much fun. So this week, I, I really, yeah, encourage you to explore what does success feel like for you? How do you want to feel? And to journal about that. And if anything I said, you might need to listen to this episode again, because I brought up a lot of questions that I think would be really interesting for journaling, especially around worthiness and deserving to feel success. And any fear, it might be quite subtle, but any fear that you have coming up about, well, if I feel that way without achieving my goals, what does that mean? What's going to drive me? What are other people going to say? What is And usually it's not just generally other people. It's like specific other people. So maybe you have um, a mentor or a family member or um, a previous boss or a friend or um, sometimes weird people, unexpected people can be the ones that pop up in your mind that you think, oh, they're going to judge me for this. So just start to dig into all of that is hugely valuable and enlightening. So success success. What if success is not a destination, but what if success is a process? What if success is the journey, right? It's a process. So you live success every day in your life and your work. You live and work in a successful way, whatever success looks like for you, rather than having success be this goal at the end that you check off your list, like you got there and now you're a success. What if we can live and work as a success every day? Thanks for being here with me in this episode and exploring this really deep, juicy topic of success. I'd love to hear from you if you'd like to share um, what you took away from this episode, any insights or ahas that you had, or if you have a question or an issue you'd like me to explore on a future episode of Alchemy in Action, you can write in at hello at amandacook.me. But just know if you send me an email, I may read part of it on a future show. So if you don't want me to do that, please let me know. And if you'd like to learn more about my work, and join my membership program called The Seasonal Journey, which is a year of personal growth guided by the seasons, you can learn more at amandacook.me. Have a great week, and I'll see you back here very soon with our next episode.